0: Pressure our dear Heavenly Father, we thank you once more for this blessed time you have given us to listen from you. Speak to us in the language we can understand it clearly, and they keep following you and they do your will. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Buana <laughs> Means praise the Lord. God is good, and all the time. Indeed, God is good. Mungu ni muema. Um. So happy to be here. After almost more than two years. My 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 block in English was really getting better. Now I've taken many years without speaking English, so I don't know how shall I call it. By then I could say when you, you mix Swahili and English, uh, you call Swanglish. <clears throat> <laughs> so I don't know how can I, can I call it after uh, almost more than two years without preaching in English. But because we trust that the Holy Spirit is with us, He will help you to understand what I will try to mix in my swanglish. I bring you greetings uh, from Tanzania, our diocese, our churches, my family, friends, and all. They they are really sending lovely greetings to you. As I've said... It has taken more than two years. And indeed, the world is really struggling, uh, mostly with this pandemic. Uh, before I flew from es Salaam in Tanzania, uh, we were tested almost three times. So from home in our, in our, in our area, they want to send a sample to in in dar salaam from bihara to to dar es salaam we have only place we can test the covid in our in our in our country only in dar es salaam so from bihara muro to dar es salaam uh, is like two days uh, so in our in our in our village or in our in our district in our area uh, even Papa Donnie could ask me, how is the COVID, COVID situation earlier? I could tell him, I don't know, because we don't test. And I don't see uh, the death relate, related to, to COVID. So we kept trusting God that no COVID, no COVID, and that we are here by God's grace. <laughs> so when I, I, I went in es Salaam to test uh, for COVID in order to fly, I was really thinking, do I have COVID or not? Because I've never tested. (laughs) So I went to the uh, national hospital, Muhimbiri Hospital. I I tested negative. Then I went to the airport. They said, we have to test you again. (laughs) They tested negative, so they, okay, now you can go. So by God's grace, now I'm here. (laughs) Uh, My second thing is just to express my sincere gratitude to God and to you too. In June this year, 25th, we will be marking our fifth anniversary of our diocese. Uh, At my consecration, Papadoni was there. You can really imagine how the time flies. When we started the diocese, it was in a very, very hard situation. I could not even see where we were going because we had nothing. I shared with you sometime uh, that even chairs in my office, by then we had no table, we had no computer, we had no chairs. I decided to ask my wife uh, to take half of our chairs in the house then to take them in in my office, so that we can have where we can sit, so we had nothing, we had no uh, uh, a good building, our cathedral, you know we were struggling in many ways, so now at least now we have uh, we have an office, and by the way, we are extending another office to the office you know, uh, so now we are looking for furniture. <clears throat> And then uh, we have a very uh, good uh, cathedral. We really appreciate for your prayer, for your donation to support the ministry in that angle, building the kingdom of God, supporting your brothers and the sisters in Christ. May God really bless you so much. You have made me big in our in our in our in our area because. Mostly for those who don't uh, who don't know me, they even ask, "Who is the bishop of this church?" In a, in a very few years, that they can put up a very nice church uh, in this in this town. So we really thank you so much for your prayer and the support. May God bless you. Today, I want to share with you uh, at looking at the situation, the world. Uh, is facing, now as Christians, how to stand firm in the storms of life. It's it's an opposed truth that for these two years and more, the world has been struggling with this pandemic of coronavirus. Many people have died, our friends, our relatives, Many people have lost jobs and some uh, business have gone down. So we are struggling how to fix life in this situation. In Africa, things are so worse. This is because, like in our country, our people depending on farming and having few cattle, so. Lockdown have never helped our people. Instead of fueling the problem, because if these people are depend on farming, looking after their a few cattles uh, they have goats, and then you lock them down, it means you are killing them. So lockdown has never, never helped our 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 area in Africa mostly in our village, and the diocese as well. We are struggling with different issues, such as, such as health issues, lack of good clinic. Yesterday, uh, uh, Papa Donnie was asking me where do we uh, go for clinic. You know, uh, going, for, uh, going for a good clinic from Bihalamulo to Mwanza is nearly to 300 kilometers. So you have to travel, you have to, to, to stay there for almost like two days. So we are struggling with the different issues. Uh, education, lack of good schools, with no books, and a, uh, very few teachers. Not like uh, here, where even uh, children, they can use computer in in their, in their schools, in our areas, there are many children they have never seen or touched a computer. So, uh, we are struggling with many, many, many issues. Lacking food due to severe drought. All these are causing living under stress with no hope of when all of these problem, problems will be solved. For instance, last few months I was stressed with some issue and I called Papa Don to share with him my struggle like serving in a poor community is a struggle and a big challenge and sometimes what you only do is to cry with them as the resources are so limited. I have found that Many Christians struggle to know how to respond to God during times of crisis. We have read the Bible and learned theology, but sometimes our knowledge of God clashes with what we see around us. We do fear. We struggle to know how to respond to God in a way that feels proper for a faithful believer in Christ. The Bible says in James 1, 2-4, it reads, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces, develops perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. What do you think of when we say storms of life? Usually something negative comes to mind, but can storms be good? Why do you think, He Lord, consider it pure joy? How can storms or testing bring joy? Can you really see God in suffering like Job in the Bible? When you are suffering, it is very hard to see hope. I always visit our churches. You meet with the people struggling, suffering with different issues. And you find in some villages, uh, I was telling Father Don yesterday that uh, you find that in some villages we have uh, many blind people. Because they have no way they can go and uh, access uh, treatment, get maybe uh, glasses, eyeglasses, and so, so you find that they, 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 are, they are blind. So you cry with them because no way. You go to some church in the villages, you find only they have like one Bible. Then you ask, they ask you, how can I get a Bible? Just $10 to buy one Bible in Tanzania is a struggle. So we are really, we are really struggling in many, uh, in many ways. So can you really see God in a suffering like Job? Storms can be a potential source of joy regardless of how it feels or however bad the circumstances, circumstances seem. Storms present an opportunity for blessings from the Lord. But how can storms present an opportunity for blessings? As we go through the storm, we recognize our need for Jesus. We experience our hopelessness and his sufficiency. What do you think the goal of a trial storm would be uh, for a believer in Christ? The trial's goal is that we would stand firm, that we would grow stronger in faith as we depend on Jesus. We learn to persevere, to be patient uh, with his timing, trust his control, and accept his way over our own. And in this context, What do you think the definition of standing firm is? This means fixed, unchanging, firmly loyal, and a constant remember. We can't do this in our our strength. The way to stand firm in life and the hard circumstances is only by supernatural power in Christ Jesus alone. Through his Holy Spirit, and only available if we choose to remain firmly loyal in him. And James 5.8 says, Be patient and stand firm because the Lord's coming is near. What is he telling, to, telling us to do? Be patient and stand firm. How do you do that? Only by the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit. In our lives, through his word and the promises in his scripture and the strength, his, his spirit gives us such such as love, joy, peace, patience, gentleness, faithfulness, kindness, etc. But, and we are able to do, how, how, how can we do this? And why should we do this? According to the last part of this verse, Because his coming is near. And as the years go by, his coming is closer and closer. Indeed, Jesus' coming, when you look to the world, every sign has shown up. The world is shaking and the people are crying all over the world. All those are signs that our Lord Jesus Christ is just around the corner. In the First Corinthians uh, 15 8, 8, the Bible says, Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stand firm. Let n- nothing move you. Always give yourself full to the work of the Lord, because you know that the labor in the Lord is not in vain. Stand firm, never lose hope. Learn from, uh, I do encourage you to run. Uh, from your brothers and sisters in Africa who have no cars. They have no means of transport, but they are praising God. Who have no air condition in their houses, but they still love God. Who have no health insurance, but they still trust in God. Who gets only one meal per day, but still trust in God that he is a provider? Many of your brothers and sisters around the world, and most in Africa, they have no good uh, bed, no mattress, no breakfast, no good house. They are lacking almost everything. But they have Jesus. And they do trust God and they worship Him joyfully and confidently, saying, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall lack nothing. Can you imagine someone who has no assurance that today she or she will get Lunch. No breakfast. As I told you uh, when I came before that, you know, testing, just to have testing tea. I was 13. Tea. Putting on shoes. When I was 12. Shoes. Barefooted every day. Going to school, coming back. No shoes. We could eat meat only at the special event like Christmas or Easter. So we eat only beans, ugari, which is like, maybe I don't know how can I, can I explain it, but <laughs> it's a local food. No juice, no soda, just taking water from the well, not even clean water. In America, can you also sing that the Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing, when you see that things are not going well? Can you sing that? When you see that maybe church leadership is not going well? Political instability, economic crisis, can you sing that the Lord is my shepherd? I lack nothing. Standing firm in the storms of life in a Christian journey means perseverance and depend on Jesus, the perfecter of our faith. Trusting God that in every situation, he is so faithful, and he is in control. I would like to lead this last verse to you in James 1.12, that herein lies a promise from the Lord. Blessed is the one who perseveres under trial, because having stood the test that a person will receive the crown of life, that the Lord has promised to those who love Him. What a word, abundant life! So don't be surprised when the storms come. Choose to keep your eyes fixed on Jesus and stand firm. I know when uh, I'm in America or someone who is. From from Africa is in America, can think that maybe you have no challenge. But you have challenges. Though challenges are different. You are not struggling what to eat, you're not struggling about transport or what. Yesterday I was even sharing with my papa here that I had a challenge that I had no means to solve it. I had to sell my family car. I struggled for many years to get it. So now we have no car. Our last born Grace, who is eight, because we have no car that can take her to school, we have to find some a motorcycle man. So when it rains, no way. So Uh, I was telling him that buying like a a used car in Africa it's not like here that you can maybe pay little, little every month or every after three months or one year like that you need to collect cash then you go to Dar es Salaam or Mwanza to buy it now collecting like uh, a used car good one can be maybe 15000 US dollars 14 10000 now correcting those cash i will maybe by god's grace i will get them when my age will be like papa don by god's grace <laughs> because i can't say that my salary can do that I have nothing that I can put as a bond to the bank that now they can give me ten thousand or fifteen thousand US dollars. Nothing. But amidst of all those challenges, we trust God that is a temporal challenges. Our hope, our vision, our focus is that one day we are going to meet our King. We are going to meet Jesus. No matter how we suffer in this world, let us trust God. May God bless you.